guys. Welcome back to Legendary. We're so excited that you're here. Man, I missed yeah, podcasting. So glad to be back. Seems like forever. Jonathan, I felt like I was slowly going backwards in time. Like we had got internet set up and then it disappeared. Yeah. And now we have internet again. Yeah. So for those those guys that are, are have been a little bit out of the loop, um, so Sam and Lisa, they're on Tana and they basically live on an island under a volcano and it's a very angry volcano. <laughs> and <laughs> he's not even kidding. Like half the island is having issues with their gardens because of the ash fall right now. Yeah. We just got done distributing rice to 24 communities because they don't even have food from their gardens because the volcano. You guys coming. have had hit after hit. You had COVID hit, uh, which you basically got locked in, you know, Tana lockdown. And then and then you had a typhoon, which you've been distributing relief. You guys have been without Internet for six or seven months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aside from getting in the car and driving to the magical internet tree, the magical, um, yeah. What we dubbed the internet tree, which, <laughs> I, which I, I still say that you should, uh, you should cut down the internet tree and make something really cool out of it. Um, just because of all of the, <laughs> all of the signal, uh, the Wi-Fi signal, all the, that goodness. It, uh, the cellular signal that all it the has goodness that it's given us. Yeah. 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 So you guys have had hit after hit, we both feel, and and I, I'll say this: I have totally. I mean, I have missed legendary. I've missed being able to yeah. have these conversations because they're so. We we you know we do we started this not just for other guys. We started this for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think we've talked about this before. I, I and honestly, it's that's still the main purpose behind this yeah. is is to encourage each other. But we realized that you know as we share this conversation with people and guys, it's been a break here. Uh, and just if in case this is your first podcast that you've joining for us, this is a conversation. Yeah. Jonathan is, is not here to teach you things because, uh, unless it's video games or how to groom a beard or put moonstone stuff in his hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never going to, I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> guys, he has a hair product that when you look at it, it says moonstones on okay. it, like the smells of moonstones or something like that. I mean, your hair is glorious. Your hair is glorious. Yeah. Guys, if, if this is your first podcast, first, I want to apologize. All right. First off, I just want to apologize <laughs> for everything that's about to happen. Uh, we have not, we've been deprived of podcasting. And so there's going to be a lot of nonsense. Um, but welcome to the, the yes. elite club that is legendary, um, yes. our, our very awesome group of guys, missionary guys, uh, serving together, growing in Christ together. Uh, we love God. We love reaching people for Christ. Uh, and most of all, we just want to improve ourselves and, uh, to continue, continue growing in our, our spiritual, our emotional health, uh, our physical health, all of the areas of our life. And so, um, but we started this because we, we have enjoyed this relationship so much with each other and we're accountability partners and, and we, yeah. we saw such a need for that. And I know a lot of the guys are, are not joining us for the first time. So they've, they've heard all this, but, um, in, in this lockdown, and I think we've all been through various circumstances, but also very oh, yeah. similar circumstances over the past few weeks, um, I know for both of us, we've talked about the fact that it actually got busier for us <laughs> during the, during this quarantine yes, time. Incredibly. Yeah. It got, it got really busy. And, um, and so ministry didn't stop. It didn't slow down, but, 
Um, we're anxious to hear from all of you guys and and do a. I think this podcast is going to be kind of a a spiritual checkup, you know, like an emotional health yes. checkup and yep. and see, hey, how how are we doing? What how did we come out on the other side of of this thing? Even though it feels like we're not even completely through it yet, but. Um, what's this yeah. past, what's the past few weeks and really now what, two or three months been like for you? Um, oh, the so. last couple of months, man, it's just been a whirlwind. I mean, since, since domestic travel shut down and we were locked in Tana thinking that there's no fuel coming, there's no food coming, uh, you know, we better check the gardens, which is, which is what is a big deal down there anyway. But right. now the gardens are having issue from the volcano. Then the cyclone came, slammed the Northern Islands, category five, I mean, huge devastation, Mm -hmm. Uh, but travel opened back up. So then we, I spent almost two months up north running around distributing um, tin fish or or sorry, we call it tin fish over here, tuna fish uh, and bags of rice. That's fancy fish in a can, right? That is fancy fish in a can. (laughs) Actually, it's not even tuna. We distribute the mackerel, which is kind of black and slimy, but... Anyway, it's exciting. Sounds and amazing. there's a higher higher fatty content, so people like it. Um, but distributed that, then came back down to Tana and dealt with the volcanic ash uh, situation. Right. And, um, and then we, right in the midst of that, before coming back to Tana, we were just hit heavy with, with the unexpected loss of my father-in-law. Yeah. And it was, it was totally unexpected, you know, and um, man... Um, yeah, I, I think I think on a later podcast we'll probably talk about some of that and I'll process some of that stuff. But yeah, um, I just know that you know everybody's experiencing different challenges. You know, it's like we're in a pressure cooker. You mm-hmm. know, I know as as a missionary when we go down the mission field, we're in that pressure cooker mm-hmm. and we feel that pressure. And there's going to be a spotlight that is shown on your weak areas, whether you realize it or not. See, that's I think Jonathan. I think that's one of the challenges when we get out on the mission field. We feel alone to a certain degree because we're not surrounded by our church. We're not surrounded by guys at our church. We're out there and we kind of feel like we can get lost in the crowd a little bit. Even though we do stand out, we're not there with our brothers in arms right there with us. And so it puts us in a weird position because we are being watched. We are being scrutinized and we almost let our guards down. And Mm -hmm. uh, then we have to deal with everything that's coming at us. Uh, in the midst of that, and if we're not being intentional, and that was my that was my thought as you were talking about like spiritual checkup. If we're not being intentional, uh, yeah, then we're gonna fall. If we're not being intentional, something's gonna get through the armor, uh, and yep. uh, and that's what this is about. That's what this is about. This is a brotherhood where we're here together. We're here to pick each other up. We're here. So you know, like there's times when when I've messaged you and I'm like, dude, I'm struggling. I'm having a bad day. I need your help. And you're like, hey, stop everything. I remember I remember this conversation. You're like, stop <laughs> everything right now. Refocus, recenter. Think about where your heart's at, where your mind's at, and surrender to God and move on for that day. And man, that helped me so much. I appreciate that. But I encourage every guy out there who's listening, if you don't have someone in your life that you can be brutally honest with about the, the ridiculous things. You know, there, I, I can't remember what movie it was, but there were, there were these guys who were hanging out. It was probably probably an inappropriate movie. I just remember it was funny. But <laughs> um, they're like, this is the trust tree. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but you need to have someone that is that that is that for you, that you can be in that trust tree together. Yeah. We're kidding ourselves if we don't acknowledge 
the external situations and how they affect us, right? I, I know that I felt at times during this quarantine, especially because we've been busy, I felt depleted. You know, I just wake up yeah. and there's some days where you just like, I don't know if I can be strong through this because I'm not just having to live through this like a lot of other people. I feel the 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 need to lead through this, right? And And some yeah. of us are in ministries where our leadership is required. We've got to lead through this. And you feel these ex- external things that are that start to affect you and wear on you yeah. over time. Um, and we have to acknowledge those things. Yeah. And I think for you, Jonathan, that was something that w- happened like significantly with with this uh, transition where there was no services at church is boom. All of a sudden, uh, I know, I know, I happen to know the senior pastor that you work with. Really? And uh, I didn't yeah, know. I, it's, it's weird. Uh, and world. and I know his, I know his his skill set is not anything to do with technology. And so all of a sudden, it's like, hey, services are not happening at church, right. and everything's put on your plate. Yeah. And you know, like, hey, well, you've got one week to get this up and running. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it it did require a lot of us and. Through this quarantine, I've just been very aware of like my emotional and spiritual state and how important it was to continue feeding myself, continue guarding myself from these these factors that begin to come in when we, you know, fall prey to tiredness and weakness and stress and and um, and it's just emotional depletion, all of these things. Yeah. And when you and especially, you know, Sam, when you add in things like you guys have experienced um, literal weather things like typhoons or our Internet were not working <laughs> to to this emotional blow of of Terry passing. Yeah. All of these things are just like it's like death by a thousand cuts. Right. Because it's like right. you're, you're just it's not one thing that all of a sudden brings you to your knees or brings you to a place where you're in danger of uh, failing. You're in danger of, of giving into temptation or other, other, other things that, that sin might come into uh, the doorway of your life. Right. Yeah. But death by a thousand cuts where each one sort of like just begins to wear you down. Right. It's not, it's, it's almost, it's not one big thing. It's that war of attrition. And yeah, it just yeah. keeps stacking up. Yeah. And and Jonathan, I think you and I were talking about this a few days ago when we were just kind of recapping over the last few weeks and months and just catching up. But, you know, I, I look at this last season. It's been incredibly busy from trekking to emotional craziness to, you know, just trying to figure out, <laughs> trying to get the rat out of our water tank. Bro, I pulled this rat out of the tank because the water was smelling so bad. Oh. So that, that that was the indicator. And, and oh, there was another indicator too. My son took a shower and he's like, dad, my eyes are burning from the water. And then I started oh, smelling no. the water. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I go out to the tank, pull this rat out and the skin just literally sloughs off and starts floating away down to the tank. And then there's maggots and worms just floating on the top of our, our water that we wash with, our water that we drink from, our water, everything. And um, so I got a rag oh and got all the skin out and all that excitement, dumped a bunch of bleach in and drained it in anyway. Right. But, you know, from all, all those things, uh, one thing after another, but honestly, the thing that held me through this season 
I didn't have one significant moment. I didn't have like one rock star, like, whoa, supernatural breakthrough, or man, I read this great book, or, uh, you know, I'd love to say, Jonathan, that, that, that I excelled more and memorized more scripture and read more books and all this stuff during this season, but it's not that at all. Yeah. What had happened was for me, what has carried me through is that I had a habit coming into it. And it wasn't an amazing habit. It wasn't, it wasn't some rock star habit, but it was consistency of spending time in the Word of God, consistency connecting with guys like you. And mm-hmm. it put me in a place so that I had that foundation as I rode through this. Right. And I I know that sounds like duh, but there's been times years, years back in my life where I would look back and I'm like, why am I struggling with this right now? This is something that I I thought I had victory over. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, it was like, I felt like I had to be all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm not, if I'm not reading this book, if I'm not, you know, journaling and doing devotions and having divine revelation on a daily basis, that's not really what I was thinking, but that was the mentality, you know, and the consistency in that time, that time, setting that side of time and that time aside and just having that habit so that your default becomes surrender and your default becomes reaching out to your, to your, to your buddy who's there to pick you up. Right. Then uh, that's what, that's, what's going to carry you through. And that's, that's what I've really found strength over these last few months. That's awesome that you said that your default, because um, actually that came to me in the middle of, of lockdown and I even ended up preaching out of it. But this thought um, that God began to really speak to me was that there was, um, and I think we all, we all do these spiritual checkups at times. I think we have to have that mechanism in us that we're constantly like, God, what are you, what are you teaching me? I mean, this is how, this is how growth, the the track of growth is developed in us, not just the act of growth, but the the track of growth, the the progress, the the muscle that we're trying to work to continue pushing forward in other areas is this continual trying to listen to God and hear from him on things that reveal things to us, you know, that, that we need to change character that we need to fix, like areas where we don't resemble Christ. Um, and I remember God spoke to me and something particular that I felt I had asked him kind of like, why, why am I thinking this way? Cause I feel like this is not reflective of Christ. And he said, mm-hmm. there's a fault in your default. And, wow. and so, and that hit me so hard because I, I realized that we all have a default level of grace, a default level of, of mm-hmm. love and mercy, the, all of these characteristics that are reflective of Christ and our mm-hmm. aim is to get our default. In other words, the baseline where we start at, where, yeah. where my love starts, where my level of yeah. grace starts. That's, yeah. that's the default is the point I fall back to in, in a moment without thinking, right? When, mm-hmm. when, when I have mm-hmm. an opportunity to apply love or grace my default is where I go to without even thinking about it. And my, I realized that in some areas, my default was flawed. It was, it was like not reflective of Christ. It wasn't good enough. And so it wasn't that I just needed to have more love or more mercy or, or, or other characteristics that, that Jesus had, but I needed to literally change my baseline level, my, my default, where I started at. And that is, that is probably one of the biggest things that I felt in this time of very um, 
internal reflection, I think, that we've been in as we've been quarantined. And and I've had a lot of time to examine ministry and what God is, how God is using us and and things. And this is one of the things that has come out of my time with him. And um, and it's really, it really ministered to me. And my my, my goal is to, to, to shift that default of every characteristic of Christ in my life. Yeah. If I want to reflect him, I've got to shift my default to further resemble where Christ started from, you know, and, and, yeah, and yeah. not to get too preachy with it, but that's, that's where I feel like God has, you know, has really been speaking to me through this. And, uh, but it's yeah. hard sometimes to do that when you apply pressure, such as like finding a rat in your water tank and you're yeah. like, and all yeah. you really want to do is curse, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I just cursed in Klingon. Yeah. And so it, 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 it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's and there's there's so many things I want to uh, talk about through this, and I, I think we'll, we're going to try to fit in what we can here. But um, I, we can't. We have to acknowledge. I think you know our last podcast with with Greg Mundus was yeah such a sobering podcast because not only was it uh, where there's some great things that Greg said in that, but it was literally within oh, a few weeks that uh, that Greg was lying on his deathbed, you know, and, yeah. um, and yeah. you and I've, you and I've talked about this and, and, uh, so I really felt like Greg's words were sort of echoing in my mind as he was going through this himself. And, you know, one of the things he talked about was, uh, you know, and specifically he was talking about pornography, but I think you can certainly apply this to any area of temptation or, 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 uh, a sin that would try to come into our life. Um, but he talked about it being like a bear trap and he <laughs> talked about literally, mm-hmm. you know, grabbing onto you. And, and I was just reminded of this as I was thinking about this today about, uh, about that, that sort of trapping that Satan wants to do. Like he wants to, he's, his goal is he wants to trip us up. Yeah. So to like, well, to like kind of bring everything full circle, what, what you just said, what I'm hearing is we need to examine what our default is at. Where is our default right now? You know, because if our default, if we've lowered certain areas of our default, you know, like you said, it doesn't start as a bear trap. You know, at first it's it's not even a mouse trap. It's like a clothespin. And we're like, oh, you know, that, right. that doesn't even hurt. That's no big deal. You know, that's cool. Yeah, I, that's that's all right. You know, that it wasn't too much, too much nudity in right, that Netflix right, show. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, it's, you know, it starts as a clothespin and then it creates it creates an opening and then it's a mouse trap. And then it's a rat trap, which, by the way, those rat traps, those are hardcore. You know, those mouse traps, rat traps will just shake them <laughs> off and keep on going. Yeah. I mean, rats will shake off a mouse trap and keep on going. But those rat traps, they'll split a mouse in half, right. but they'll they'll kill a rat. Right. <laughs> but then they're, then you you upgrade and it goes full on bear trap. And that's if you're just you tuning in now, this is the uh, all all trap talk channel. <laughs> <laughs> the, the podcast where we just discuss all the various different trap options that are available out there. And Jonathan's got some original trap music he'll be playing later too. <laughs> I know, but I know exactly, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, it's that gateway into things that get more serious and more serious, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I know we've heard it a thousand times, but you know, we're, we always say, don't give the devil a foothold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, and sometimes we think about it, it's like, I'm just talking from myself. Maybe, maybe there, I know there's at least one or two guys that can re- relate to this. But when I think of of that in the past, for me, and I express this a little bit, but in the past, it's always like, 
oh man, I've got to have everything in order. I need to, I need to really be hearing from God. I need to be having, and, and those things are great. We want that. We want to be hearing from God. We want to be like having those, those prophetic moments and those things. But what is so important is that we raise our default so that our default gives us stable footing so that our default allows us to operate in a way that honors our heavenly father. And that's yeah. what you're talking about. And, and honestly, and I'm just going to be brutally honest. In the past, I've had some areas in my default that were not honoring my heavenly father. Oh yeah, and I just wasn't, and I just wasn't honest with myself about it. Right, you know, because it was because it felt like a clothespin instead of a bear trap. Yeah, or or you feel like that there's areas of your life that are just sort of shadowed in darkness, like you haven't yeah. shined light on them enough to right. see that. Hey, this is this needs change. Like I need to interject yeah. change into this area of my life. Yeah, like like my beard a few days ago, I I uh, hadn't looked at it, and I sent a, a Marco Polo to someone, and <laughs> their response was, "Whoa, have you seen your beard?" Uh, and then I looked at the Marco Polo, and I was like, "Oh man!" I mean, I was I, I was in trekking mode, bushman mode, yeah, uh, and my face reflected it. So. That's a, but that's <laughs> that's a that's a, a funny but like actually good example because it's like. It grows a little bit at every day. And when you're used yes. to, you're not, you don't see the growth. It's like my kids. Right. I, don't, I don't see them getting bigger. All of a sudden, it's just like one day I look at them and I'm going, wait a second, what happened to that like tiny baby that I held in my arms? Right. You right. know, and so there are things in our life that grow to be monstrous if we don't keep them in check or we don't shine light on them. You know, they grow and grow and grow until. Before they were an annoyance, like you said, like they were that like clothespin or whatever. And then pretty soon they're an out of control monster in the corner that is about to right. destroy us. Right. I mean, they're about to bring destruction upon our life. It's going to eat us up. It's going right. to eat us up and it's going to go after our family. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so basically to, to bring it back to the beard, basically what you're saying is if the beard gets out of control, it starts getting stuck in your zipper and then and that could be really bad. Then after have that, you, you been start in that stepping situation? on it. Wait, have you been no, in a situation you know where your I, beard has gotten stuck in your zipper? I, I, I haven't had that yet. Haven't had that yet. But uh, there's a few missionaries that I know. That probably have an issue. They've been out in the, they've been out in, in, in the sticks a little too long. No, I, I think you're right. We've got to we've got to you know look at ourselves and not not allow tiredness to really be such a big factor in how well we're doing in areas of our life. Yeah. Because when I'm tired, I make concessions about my actions and my my thoughts. Yep. And just like for instance, you know, if you're, if you're on a workout plan and you're trying to, to, to lose weight or gain some muscle, you know, this, you do this all the time, you know, you can make concessions because you're tired and then pretty yep. soon you're just not, you're not doing those things anymore. You're not doing the things that you know you need to do to, to stay healthy and to keep your body in shape. You're not doing those things. And you've lowered your default. What happens is you change your default. Right. And you, so now you've, now it's it's no longer where it used to be. And that's my thing is I think that our default, if we don't keep it in check and we're not constantly intentional about striving to be reflective of Christ in those things, yeah. our default begins to slide because the world it does. The world and and like the situation not and not to be so like <laughs> 
<laughs> the world is trying to kill us. But I mean, <laughs> the situations that we're in that we're facing and all of the the not only the temptations or or even the the news or any of those things, they are constantly trying to erode our default. Like they're constantly yeah. trying to erode our character to the point that it doesn't resemble Jesus anymore. Absolutely. You know what's so exciting when we're talking about defaults is we are in control of our defaults. So if we if we want a certain level, we're the one that chooses it. Now you don't achieve like talking about fitness, you don't if you want a six pack, you don't get a six pack in one month. That's yeah. that it just doesn't happen that right. way. But if you change your default, you cut out a little bit of soda, you start working out three times a week for 15 minutes then your default's raising that standard. So you can choose. You know, I told my son this. He's like, Dad, I want to be good at this. I want to be good at that. I said, great. You choose what you want to be good at. You choose mm-hmm. what you want to excel at. You know, literally, that's why people succeed at things is because they choose they want to be the best at it. You know? Right, right. You choose it. I want to be the best at this. Great. So change your default so that your your baseline is allowing you to move forward and then reevaluate and set that default at the next stage and continue to move it forward. But the most exciting thing about that is it's within our control. Sometimes we allow other things to set our defaults. Sometimes we allow our default to just be, uh, it's just what other people speak into our lives. It's what, it's what we yeah. knew from before. And mm-hmm. if we start believing that, you know, we're just, that's it, man, we're just human. This is just being part of human. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just part of being a guy. It's just part of being life. No, we are God has called us to be legendary. God has called us to be set apart to accomplish his plan and his purpose. Uh and totally I, true. I, I yeah, and I'm just a firm believer that we can r- continue to raise and strive for excellence and be in control of that. So what you know? what happens what happens when you mess up? Because that's the thing is I mean if we're going to continue let's continue down the road of the 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 workout analogy. I mean, sure. I, I think I think the the typical behavior is we start a new plan, a path to betterment. Yeah. Right. And when we mess up, we make a mistake, we give up on the path, right? Right. That's that's the typical response. Yeah. No, it is like uh I, 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 before I completely answer that question about the workout thing, I've got a funny story. There was a guy that was working out with me and man, he was, we were doing, uh, he was joining me five days a week and it was just a body weight workout with pull-ups. And by the end of the first week, I was like, man, this guy's really pushing it. You know, he's, he's, he's really trying hard. He came two days the next week and then I didn't see him. He just stopped coming. Well, uh, the next week, he just happened to be walking by the village. I was like, hey, 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 come here. What's going on, man? And he's like, oh, missionary. He says, I am so sore. It, it, I just can't keep working out because I'm, I'm too sore. I'm too sore. It's too painful. And what he, what he, he had not paced himself. He had pushed himself too hard. Now, growth is painful, and we all know that. And I'm not, this is right, not what right. that conversation is, is about. But with fitness, we need to, you, you, set, you set a goal for yourself. And when you fall short, you just keep working at it. You keep working at it. And we're going to mess up, man. We're going to mess up. Yeah. This this whole thing of like perfection, you know, I feel like that that has driven a lot of men, especially in ministry, into complete secrecy with the struggles and battles they're fighting. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. They, they feel like they're not living up to this 
this level of perfection that in reality God is is has not asked us. We live we live under the grace of God, and if we really understand yes. grace, we understand that that God is covering a multitude of sin, a multitude of mess ups and failures and start overs and all of those things. So being able to like cast aside this this ideal you know, we're going to start something and never fail and never stop and completely change everything drastically in a day. Most often it never happens. I don't think I've ever started anything in my life that I didn't hit obstacles. Yeah, absolutely. And the bottom line is, you know, reach out if, if there's an area you're struggling with and find someone you can confide in, find someone you can connect with. And I mean, the whole idea behind Legendary is to is to give that lifeline before it's at the point where it's a bear trap, right? Is to help right. us help us build build bridges, build ladders out, and have that have that person that's going to jump down in the trench with you, link arms, and get you out of there. Even if you've got even if you've got that that gunshot wound in your leg, patch up that wound, get you out. Now I'm thinking about Call of Duty video games, World War II. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't play video games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if if I did, Jonathan and I would try and play online, and I he he would get frustrated because I'm just very technical. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm just much. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm just much more precise. I think is the right word. Maybe. Yeah, you're you're a real professional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Um, Obviously, I'm glad you're a better you're a better missionary than you are a gamer for sure. Um, <laughs> Praise God! <laughs> I, I hey guys, we tried we tried. Hold on, we tried to play a game together online. He's like, this game's so much fun. Uh, was it Call of Duty or Modern Warfare? What was it? I don't even I don't remember. I don't know what I don't know what story you're. Talking I don't, about. I don't know. We, we anyway. We're, well, you're about to find out. We were playing this game and. Uh, I kept I kept getting shot, and he's like constantly saving me, and it was really exciting. And the story of our friendship, right? Really, yeah, <laughs> and really frustrating for me. So then finally, I found a vehicle, and I just kept running over Jonathan with the vehicle, and it was far more entertaining than what was happening in the game. Now Jonathan was really excited about this, it was a blast. But that's yeah. it, it was it was a blast. One time I parked it on top of you. I do, yeah, I, I do remember that. I don't think we played since um, that game. <laughs> I, I think I deleted that game from my library completely. Uh, You're welcome. You know, uh, I but that that you know this is a good this is a good turn too. You know, is is uh, and we've talked a little bit about this, but having having somebody that you can have fun with. Um, you know, yeah. our relationship. If you think an accountability relationship is nothing but. Uh, somebody standing over you and telling you breathing, uh, all breathing the things you did neck. wrong. Yeah, breathing heavily into the phone as you <laughs> tell <laughs> tell them all the You're things that you wrong. did wrong. You You're know, doing and, it wrong. And then yelling that's at happening. You. That's not. That's and if that's your experience with accountability relationships, um, then I you you've had some bad ones. Like you need to find a, a, some better partners out there. You know to do this. But to me, a, a being a, a good accountability partner too is also just being a good friend and. And spending time, um, I know that there, I feel strength from our relationship and in the areas of my life to go and do battle and conquer and be better just by talking to you about some of the most mundane things, just like just connecting reminds me of our covenant 
it reminds me yeah. of the the re- why we you know started this relationship and 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 of everything that we have between us it reminds me of all those things even if we're talking about something that doesn't pertain to this area mm-hmm. and i feel strength and um and absolutely that's why that the the magical internet tree was so important because yeah <laughs> like like it was like when are you when are you going to be at the tree when are you when are you going to when are you going to be able to connect and and, and talk you know <laughs> yeah so um i i want to circle back to 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 just really quickly and say what a phenomenal incredible miracle that happened in in Greg's recovery and and so oh, praise God man we are just rejoicing I mean I felt like we were we were all praying and interceding on his behalf and just to see his miraculous turnaround has been yeah. awesome thank you guys for for praying for him and and uh, for just believing that God was gonna gonna turn that situation around absolutely. And I got, I got to say, Jonathan, it was also a, a huge testimony to the church here because, you know, people are always coming and asking me, hey, how are things going? How are people in America? What's going on? And, you know, yeah. I'd update them on Greg and they're like, OK, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. And they they would get updates and they're like, OK, OK, we'll keep praying, we'll keep praying. And it was one of those things where they just were in awe of God and what he had done mm-hmm. and said, wow, God's hand was on him and, and God healed him. And it was just such an encouragement. I know it was encouragement to everybody. That's awesome. Uh, and I look forward, I, I know, I look forward to hearing more from Greg because uh, I'm sure God spoke to him through the midst of this. I've seen a few of his videos, but I know that there's probably quite a bit more coming. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm excited to have more uh, guests on the podcast where we're, we're in the process of trying to line up some more guests. And so guys, you know, stay tuned for that. And, uh, and yeah, I'm also excited. Sure. We have not talked about this yet, but you may have seen it in Jeff's newsletter that uh, legendary men's retreat. How, how have we not talked about Woo-hoo. this yet? <laughs> like, oh, I know. Like we, we need, I, I meant to on the last uh, podcast or two, but of course with COVID, we don't know what's, I think, I think we don't know what's happening as far as travel is concerned. Uh, we, well, Jonathan, wasn't wasn't the first legendary men's retreat supposed to be happening like this month? Well, original, orig- so originally, for yeah. those of you, there were two area retreats happening in uh, uh, this month and in Malaysia, and we were supposed to do a legendary session there. Man, we were looking forward to that. I hated that that. Got oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I pr- we practiced those sword tricks. That was going to be so yeah, cool. Yeah, there's going to there's going to be sword swallowing and fire uh, twirling. Tattoo the tattoo booth we were going to bring. Oh I mean, man, it was the, gonna t- be the epic. legendary tattoo. Now we had we had <laughs> we had completely settled on the design of that tattoo. Yeah, but <laughs> but we definitely settled on the technique. We were going to use the Maori technique where you use the 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 needle and the mallet. You know, like the old Japanese yakuza tattoos. Oh know? yeah, it was going to be painful. I mean, that was the yeah. that was the whole point. Well, um, That's the purpose. I feel like the, I feel like there's some veteran missionaries out there right now that are sweating in their, <laughs> their seats listening to this conversation. Um, but the le- the official legendary retreat for all of Asia Pacific was supposed to happen. Yeah, it is supposed to happen this March, this coming March. Uh, so guys, put it on your calendar. Of course, more details as as they develop and and figure that yeah. out. But um, that was supposed to happen the week of the 16th, I think starting the March 16th mm-hmm. of next year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and supposed to go through, I think Thursday or Friday. 
Um, so anyway, we're, we're figuring out the details on that and the location and all of those things. But I can it's tell you awesome. this, it's going to be it's going to be a blast. We're, we're going to do lots of fun yep. stuff, uh, guy stuff. It's not going to be um, a, a lot of like sitting around a campfire singing Kumbaya and, and, and sharing our feelings like it's going to be a fun time to re- recuperate, yeah. get your energy back and uh, and spend time with with each other. For sure. Man, I'm I'm so thrilled that we're we're able to to do this again. We're gonna we're gonna pick this up again once a month soon. So plan plan on it. Um, yeah, you know I'm still processing what God was doing, you know, in me during this time and and uh, of reflection and any hey any um any books that you want to share with the guys that uh you've read during this time or are reading uh that you want to recommend. Well, I think you and I are about to start a book together. Uh, it was interesting because you had just messaged me and you're like, Hey, have you read this book? Yeah. And I was like, actually, I just pulled it out of the container, which our containers here, we don't have any place to put anything. So I've unpacked the container yeah. twice, gotten what I want out and put it back in. It's, it's super fun, but I got some books out and the book that I pulled out and put it on my shelf to start reading is the exact same book that you messaged me about. I, I don't have the title in front of me. What's the, what's so it's, it's, it's called Soul Set Free. It's John yeah, Lindell's it's, book um, from James River Church, and right. uh, I'm I, I've already started it, and uh, it's an awesome book about grace. Already, I feel like God has been speaking some things to me. It, you know, John talks about in that book um, how he already, I think, in his fifties, like he was like he's been pastoring for years, and then felt like yeah. he didn't truly understand God's grace. And finally kind of admitted it to himself. And then it began this sort of journey of discovery um, in his relationship with God about learning about what grace really means to him. And so I've just started it, but I'll, I'll say that that so far it's been it's been really great. I'm looking forward to, to reading it um, together. I've been reading a couple things by Mark Batterson. Um, I've been kind of in a period of time where it's, I've, 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 I usually like to pick up one book, read it start to finish and then and then move on. But I've kind of uh, had had two or three books uh, that have just been yeah. rotating in my devotional time where I've I, I don't know what you do, but I, I'll kind of use as a, a supplement to my devotional time. So I'll, I'll sit down, you know, either uh, usually in the mornings and, and spend some time in God's word um, and then pick up one of those books, read a chapter and uh, and then spend some time in prayer. But that's that really helps me um, also to just get the sort of like the spiritual wheels turning. Uh, so to speak, some of those That's books. Cool. Yeah, I know we've talked. I know we. I think I already mentioned this before, but uh, with Mark Batterson, one of the books that uh, I went through already that I recommend for every guy. If you've got, if you're raising boys, you have to read it. I mean, just just write it down right now. <laughs> Play the Man by Mark Batterson. You have to read it. Yeah. But even if you're, even if you don't have boys, you still need to read it. It is fantastic, and I've read that book through twice actually because oh, wow. there's something I'm going to implement with my son in it, and it's it's a year. It's really it's a year discipleship program, but you write out these covenants: the son's covenant, the father's covenant. There's an intellectual challenge, there's a spiritual challenge, and there's a physical challenge. It's almost like a rite of passage, uh, and it's something that he put together and he did with his son. And I've modified it. You know, he gives you kind of rough guidelines that you can create one for your for your for your own family but I'm so excited my son is pumped to start this uh, and uh, when I get back from this trip is is when we start so 
I'm really looking forward to this year with him. So that's awesome. Yeah, I have that book um, and I need to start it. I'm about to. It's sitting on uh, next to my Bible to start next. So um, it's going to be in the rotation. I've been finishing one book by him. uh, Which one? And uh, all in. It was it was one that's a little bit. It was a little bit older and and it's it's probably some there's some things in it I think that that um not necessarily speaking to where I am at in life but man there was a couple chapters in there that really um you know some some books I read for myself and some books I read to just get the spiritual wheels turning even as I prepare to yeah. minister to others um and yes. and so I find that there are certain books that are they're going to do both they're going to minister to me and then I'm going to I will minister out of the things that I I've gleaned even from those mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. then there's books that that I feel like just kind of get me like creatively thinking about particular passages of scripture that that uh help me just become a better minister and 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 sort of like expand my my horizons in in uh looking for um, different directions that I feel like God is calling me to minister in and preach out of. So, um, yeah. so that's been one of those books. And, uh, I think there's been a, maybe another book or two in there during quarantine, but, but man, get guys, if you're not reading something, um, I feel like you've got to be, I think Jeff said it on the podcast of a few months ago. Um, you know, read a book a month, man. It's so, it, at least, um, at least two or three books a year. Um, I feel like it's a huge, huge part of just growing spiritually and continuing to help me move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it just allows you to have that that time where you're slowing yourself down. And it's it's and it's nice, too, because sometimes it's just a break. Sometimes it's just a break from everything else that's going on. Right. And uh, it, it just allows you to reset a little bit. Yeah, I'd love to uh, to hear some of you if you guys have had books that have been really influential over the course of uh, the last few months and, and, uh, and especially during this quarantine time and um, share those on the, the Facebook group. We'd love to, to yeah. hear those. Maybe we'll get a, a, a book recommendation post started. But um, man, we love all of you guys. We appreciate you. We are so glad Absolutely. to be back doing this. We hope that uh, our, our little conversation today has encouraged you and reminded you that you are legendary. You're a part of a, a group that is legendary and we believe in you. We believe in what you're doing. We believe that God is going to strengthen you through this group. And, uh, yeah. and Sam, man, it's been awesome again to, oh, to chat. It's with been you, great, Lord. Jonathan. And, and guys, I just want to encourage you. The main takeaway from today is take some time, examine your default. If there's an area that you've let go down just a little bit, reset it. Let's move on. Let's be victorious together. Together we can accomplish this. We're here for you guys. We love you. We pray for you. Uh, and we're just excited for what's next. Legendary Retreat's going to be epic. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And as always, guys, let's be legendary. Yeah. Bye, guys.